Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90-day Beyonce. Someone you only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, The key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes Let's love Pip, pip, cheerio It's time for crossover with some friends across the it's time for Reality Gaze talks to Blighty Day Beyonce. Hello, everybody. That's Carl. That That's Nigel coming Nigel. in. Hello, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so far, we've had everybody who's not actually British do a British action. Yeah, Michelle. I, I just talk, right? That's that, <laughs> I just do normal talk. You just... You just do your normal. Y'all, this is this is Bloody Day Fiance. You guys, I assume, say your names unless you have code names uh, with no, Robin and names. Michelle. That's oh, it. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm the I'm the Robin. I'm aware that on your side of the pond, that is predominantly a female name. Um, over here, <laughs> you know, is. like a lot of things, you can use it either way. That's true. We we our our most famous Robin in the current reality TV world is Robin from Sister Wives. Who's one of the worst people on the planet? So well, was it Robin? Like, uh, I mean, because of like with Robin Hood, all that. Didn't he fuck poor guys for money on online porn and then gave it back to <laughs> himself? Right? Isn't that what Robin Hood yeah. did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exact. That's that's how the that's how the myth goes. Yeah. Um, yeah he, he was on only surfs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> already, already, that joke went over most of our audiences. <laughs> Americans are stupid, y'all. I say that as an American. Carl's wife doesn't know what a surf is. No. Uh, at all. And Michelle, welcome, Michelle. 
thank you so much. I we are so excited to be here. Oh, it's, this is this is so much fun because we wanted to do this because we know you guys are a new show, and and you you also have some level of some expertise that we don't have because we don't. I, I try to I try to say where these places are and describe them a little bit, but I don't. So, so what we we already missed, and I can't believe we missed it. That Sean was not. English parents are definitely South African, mostly, and I I, I noticed it by the way uh, the mo- the mother's boar drawl <laughs> as soon as I heard it. Uh, s- someone says we think they might have left when Mandela became president. I was like, oh oh my <laughs> oh my god! I, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> I have a story about that. No kidding. Last summer on the on the beach where uh, Robin's mother lives, where my mother in law is, I was I was with the dogs and with my stepson Robin's son, and the South African guy kind of started a conversation with me, and he goes he goes Yeah, I've I've been here for about thirty years now because after. Uh, after apartheid ended, they stopped employing white people. <laughs> that, that must moments. have been interesting. It's one of those <laughs> moments where you just go, like, if you go, I mean, I know both of you guys have done improv before. You know when somebody kind of serves a joke back at you and you're just like, what? That went so far over my show. You want me to go all the way back to left field and grab that and bring it back? Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. it was yeah. terrifying. The phrase <laughs> doesn't employ white people anymore pretty much puts you in a no man's land where there's your like, yeah. so have a good day. I don't catch balls in racist outfield. No. Um, no. No. <laughs> no. Needless to but say, I was wh- like, well, got to go. <laughs> We're not a thousand percent sure that Sean is from South Africa because it could be, I think it could be Zimbabwe. It could be either of them. Interesting. It's one of them. It's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, now, it's definitely not from, they're not, they're not from the UK originally. No. Yeah. No. Now tell everyone how, where you live and kind of how you met. Take well, it, girl. we live. <laughs> That's what you uh, said last contact. night. Out of contacts that, yeah. It sounds oh, like a yes. Podcast. <laughs> we're we're sex positive too but um england is is less sex positive so we can't really yes. talk about it as much on our podcast so we'll no we'll just i don't be... what is what is sex positive is that when you get your weekly tests it, exactly chauncey chauncey tell ted nigel i be late for tea sorry go ahead by the way, Chauncey is definitely a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, although she um, wishes he was a Yorkie because, like the Queen, a, cor- a, a, a corgi. I'm sorry, a corgi. Yeah, very, very big distinction. Um, well, I moved here in probably about 2009, um, and actually, big scandal. I am not. Robin's first American wife and he is not Ugh. my first British husband. So Ugh. we actually You're both scammers. Yes, <laughs> we around are. the international block. <laughs> you've you've uh, wow. you've had you've had many bangers in your mash, Michelle. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 
That is that is not too early for a joke like that. And I'm here for it. I'd you could have said many toads it... in your hole. Oh, there we go, Robin. There but we that's go. That's too I like esoteric. That. I, I would have preferred that you said uh, bangers in my jacket. Because that's like more of a, the baked potato is closer to vagina. Talking about this. Yes. Yes. Um, Where does that leave the grapefruit? That's true. Where where does that leave the grapefruit, Robin? Covered in sugar. Oh my God. You put a potato. You can put a potato. Cheese on the potato. Your jacket. And that poor father just going, what the fuck are you? (laughs) So you've done the process of what we're seeing on 90 Day UK then, correct? Yes, absolutely. And Robin even got married for the first time in Vegas. So we've both lived different versions of this show in our first marriages, first respective marriages. It was weirdly the only legal place we could get married. Um, because wow. like everywhere, you well, keep everywhere saying in the States, that, but every <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't do it here for very complicated visa reasons. Um, so we had to do it in the states. But everywhere in the states, like I think New York requires like a month of residence uh, before you can get like a marriage license. But Vegas is like, a day or something like that, and neither of us could afford because anything, like, goes. anything yeah. goes. Was it an Elvis? Did you do an Elvis? No, we hired a very nice suite in a very nice hotel. By the way, um, in the current <laughs> series of 90 Days, that whole when they rock up at the um, at the wedding chapel. Um, mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. And, and she's yeah, like, with, uh, Patrick and Thais. Yeah, Patrick and Thais. And, and she's like, oh, why don't we just get married now? The answer to that question is because you don't have a license. Even in Clark County, right. Nevada, you still need a license. You can't just turn up. Um, yeah. But Fraudacity. We have, Fraudacity. We did have that terrifying thing, though, of, and it was a proper, um, are they going to allow it? Are they not going to allow it? Because this is my first marriage. After we got married, we had to drive to the British consulate in L.A. and do the whole interview thing and, and sort of sit in front of people with massive dossier of every email we'd ever sent each other and every photo that we'd ever had taken oh, wow. and, and all of that stuff and and it turned out they didn't look at it at all because we were two white people that is the honest (laughs) truth like everyone else in the room they were getting grilled they were properly going through it but you know hey oh boy nice weather we're having stamp (laughs) see you later (laughs) yeah well do you feel like with american and and england that there's because there's uh, i think that I feel like, at least when we watch 90 Day Fiance, unless you're what's-his-name, who actually almost assaulted and beat the shit out of people, if you're coming from England, you usually John. can get into the... Yeah, John. You John, usually can get into yeah. the States easier. Well, it's just yeah, like a tourist mean, visa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a visa waiver program. It's, it's, it's easy. It's not a problem. It's getting harder. It's definitely getting harder. There's all kinds of things you've got to fill in these days and forms and money that you've got to give before you even go on holiday to the States now. What do you think are the biggest differences between doing it in the UK and versus what we're used to seeing on 90 Day USA? The biggest differences, well, I would say um, that the the process, the actual visa process was very different for me because not to bring the tone down, but I'm a survivor of (laughs) domestic violence. 
Um, yes. And there is actually a visa, and hopefully if there are women who are in those kinds of relationships listening, they'll take some comfort in this. There, There is a visa um, that stops your husband from kind of shipping you back uh, or withdrawing your immigration status. And I don't mm, know if they that's have some that. comfort. Yeah, it is. So I was able to, because I, I was in a very bad situation and I was scared. You know, that was the first thing he, my ex said when I left him was, oh, I'm going to call the, you know, UK border agency and I'm going to have your visa revoked. And I, fortunately, I had a very good lawyer and I had a very good charity helping me through that whole process. So um, a visa that's designed to stop uh, honor killings and things like that. It's basically, you know, South Asian women will be sent back uh, for various reasons and then uh, right. murdered. They they have this visa program. And yeah, because I'm white, they waved me through. <laughs> so it come but on, it was come on. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Michelle, everyone, bringing humor and light to the podcast today. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, so I'm very, very lucky in that regard. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, so I would say. Go ahead, Robin. Don't be British. We're all three Americans. You're going to have to interrupt <laughs> us, sugar. No, it's going to be everybody talking on top of everybody else. Yeah. We don't yet. We don't know yet watching the show, like how long it's going to take people to do the whole visa and marriage thing like there's the idea that there's 180 days i think that you can be over in the uk on a relationship visa but this current season is it's more like before the rather than the actual thing yeah itself. that's what I it feels like to me too yeah so i think most of these people are basically just over on like tourist visas anyway i don't think anyone's really yeah. started that whole process yet the only one we saw of, of course was uh poor richard and kathleen um, cause she was mm. trying to get over on a work visa, um, work visa, nothing else like that's really been discussed on the show yet. So we're not entirely sure where those stories are going to go. No, but I, I, I would say that the biggest difference is that there's in this country, um, it's very common for example, to have uh, an older gal uh, go to a place like Gambia, for instance, it's a huge uh, part of life here for older ladies to go to a place like Gambia or somewhere in Africa, like a bit like a Kimberly and Usman type relationship. Yes. Those yes. are very common Sh here. You've seen the movie Shirley, Shirley Valentine. Valentine. No, yeah. I've never seen it. What? No. That was that. somebody needs to take your <laughs> gay card away. Excuse me. <laughs> but isn't that? It's, that it's is a, a long foundational text. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to see that Shirley Valentine. Yeah, that sounds like someone he went to high school with. That's it's like a middle-aged woman you who haven't. <laughs> that's like saying you haven't seen Muriel's wedding. Like that's the uh, that's England's I, I don't, Muriel's. I don't think wedding. he has. I think I may have forced him to watch Muriel's wedding. Well, oh, the, okay. it's funny you said that because the Valentines actually had to leave Lone Grove in the early 90s because <laughs> the woman remarried a black man and everybody like uh, kind of just shunned them. And they they moved to Kingston. 
Which, the very free world of Kingston. Yeah, so the land town, of milk and honey. Cares, yeah. They've yeah. got a gay choir director there. Who knows? <laughs> Practice in New York City. <laughs> so there, there's a lot less stigma um, around, yeah, it, it, I, I think, it multicultural relationships thing. in this country. Yeah. yeah. So there are yeah. Mid, middle-aged women and to... Greek waiters. That was, that was yeah. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Middle Asian 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 Greek yeah. So, so then, yeah, so that's that's a more because there is an older woman on this season who is who does find herself a, a an older a younger man. I think we're meeting her next on next episode. There's two of them, I think. There's there's one lady who's maybe in her seventies. Uh, yeah, she's in another late sixties or seventies. Oh yeah, we yes. haven't met her yet. Either. Kind of a, a Jenny and Sumit. Uh, situation, but yeah, yeah that's probably going to burn out quickly. It, and yeah. then there's a cuckoo I mean, kind but, of situation, right? With the other one, yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, might not so be there, somebody coming. The one we're going to see next is the the guy with the big beard, and and the woman's like, uh, his my face is about the size of his peck. That's peck. Yeah, that's that's going to go well. Going to oh, go well. He's the he's the Persian guy, right? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that will be. Very you can tell in its pants; he's already has a big dick. Yeah, it's but huge, just huge. swinging it around. Oh, just like it looks like one of those, uh, like those worms that came up out of that hole in Star Wars, trying to eat Luke Skywalker. <laughs> so it's going to be one of those kind of things. Wow, you know what I'm talking about, Robin? I get it. I see your dimples over there. Uh, <laughs> um, so just just for clarity just for clarity you've already probably figured this by listening to robin's accent he is an actual british person and yeah. michelle is an american from i don't know just wherever americans come from these days i i'm from the i'm uh, i'm proud i'm from the dc metro area just like mary Payne gilbert Who's not from there, but That's lives right. there now. So yeah, I'm yes. I'm from the Maryland side. I won't say where, because anybody who recognizes it will just automatically hate me. Um. Then Mother Jackie, <laughs> she's from Mar Maryland. Um, yeah, she is. She is. So, so that's where well, I'm let's from. Jump in. And Robin's from yeah, Robin. You're you're from London, right? Yeah, I'm actually from oh, London. God. I'm I'm the only person I know in London from London. It's like LA. No <laughs> one's from here. Yeah, just no one's up. from LA. No. Well, yeah. I will uh, say, though, you do acclimate when we were in England for like a week. I did. By the end of it, I could tell I could start to tell people from London by their speech than people that weren't because there were so many that weren't. So when I heard like an actual Londoner speak, it felt distinct. Have you got it? Down you started to, to develop a really good British accent by the yeah. end. I did. It was quite good. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good. Well, when you go prograde, you can do it like My Fair Lady, and you can identify the street where the person comes from. That's how very things go. God, I love that. I love that too. Geek out. Oh, and to answer your um, earlier question, we met on Bumble, so not that exciting. <laughs> Bumble. Bumble. Pretty boring. Worldwide, it's, it's interesting that Bumble is one of those that give that started out giving the woman the because the, the queen she could. Um, she could choose who she wanted. Now with Gay Bumble, it just kind of throws everything in the air because all the other male drones are trying to fuck each other. <laughs> so it doesn't make a lot of sense. But they they don't divide it uh, into like tops and bottoms. 
No, there are there. There's no there's no b- bottom that says that that's sitting there in a big like big robe and goes, okay, who's here to service me? <laughs> Over here, I don't know if they had it in the states. Although I would like that site. Over yeah. here, um, tell me they have this in the states. They had um, a non-sexual version of Bumble for for like friends, just to make friends. What's the point? <laughs> Did they have that? Um, absolutely who ridiculous. Wants friends. So like You're asking straight... the wrong person by asking Jake. <laughs> <laughs> straight men could like meet up with supposedly other straight men. Those people they met up with were not straight. Yeah, men. that's who we need to help. That's who <laughs> needs our help today is straight men needing to find friends. Yeah. Oh God. What? They, yeah. just, just talk about sports and like go jerk off in the steam room. That's yeah, what everybody they, does. And the worst <laughs> of this episode, they need to come clean and just say they're big gay wads. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I understand. I think it is probably hard for some men to, especially when you get to middle age, it's like, I don't have any friends. The friends I have are from college. That's it. That's all I've got. And it is hard to make friends, but like having an app feels a little weird yeah really uh, weird but it didn't I, get used for that that's yeah. that's the thing right because it was pretty no. much gay men who like straight men and straight men who exactly like gay men, right say. yeah that's now, what it ended now up we're here. talking yeah how can i we called spider's web how can i trap <laughs> them <laughs> just me with my head with a bunch of legs coming off of it I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. Um. Anyway, well, we're. What made you guys say? Uh, I know Michelle, you've been a fan of the show, oh, yeah, and you got you. you got Robin into it. Uh, and what made you guys? Uh, obviously, Night Day Fiance. You both watch it. Uh, what made you guys say? I want to. We we need to do a podcast about this mess because. T- tell us what why does anyone decide to do a podcast i don't know why we did <laughs> well robin is and and i have to brag on his behalf because culturally he's forbidden from uh saying anything nice about himself so i'll do it for him but robin used to be <laughs> a journalist and a broadcaster he worked um for some of the major publications in this country. He interviewed a lot of huge celebrities here and over in America. And he was a TV producer. He was he was a producer for CD UK, which was sort of like the the British MTV. Am I am I right oh, wow. in saying that? So Robin is old yeah, hat they, they don't in, do shows in broadcasting. There. But yeah. Um, and now and- he's here. Now he's and he's here. hot, and he <laughs> now is he's here gorgeous. doing this bit show. Yes, he, he is hot. hot. He's really and she also, I mean, Michelle is also very pretty, but I don't want to fuck her. But <laughs> no, uh, no, no I, I'd love to do her makeup. That's how I know a woman's pretty when I want to put makeup on their pretty face. But um, yeah, they're so a very attractive couple. <laughs> don't say that because then people won't like me. They'll start saying I laugh <laughs> like a dolphin or whatever. <laughs> Like I hated her opinion. <laughs> like they say about Kim, Kim from Kim and Kyle. Yes, they're like Kim's oh. laughter is the worst. Yep, I love yep. Kim's laughter, and uh, so do well, I. I'm gonna go on the, the minute somebody said, <laughs> the minute somebody said, yeah, Kim looks like a young Martha Stewart who was a supermodel, by the way, when she was younger. That that was oh yeah, that was what did her in. But no, we um yeah, so Robin. 
comes by it naturally as a as a former broadcaster and an interesting person and a and a sexy British man and I am desperate for attention. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what it really was. Michelle got like really most theater majors. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle got really, really um, jealous of the relationship I had with uh, podcasts that I listened to about TV, except, you know, we listen to you guys together, right? That's uh, we're yeah. in bed every night. You're and you're alongside us. Um, that's how we. Oh, oh, that's my favorite, my favorite situation. That's how we wind down of an evening. Um, but um, she would get very jealous of the tv podcasts about dramas really that i i listened to and they were my friends and whenever she caught me listening to one of them she'd sort of go into a big huff like i was having an affair um so what she really wanted to do she was like if i can do a podcast with you um it's sort of rekindling our relationship in that sense so that i'm not cheating on her with other podcasters (laughs) (laughs) i love that that's that's not control not controlling at all michelle (laughs) i think that's perfectly acceptable (laughs) <laughs> you know and also we were worried cut- right we didn't think you guys were doing 90 day uk and we thought um you know we need someone to talk to about this so maybe we can have some listeners and now you are doing it so oh. you know delightful. Well, Robin, yeah. we're not doing it well <laughs> uh, i don't know british if we do any are- of the shows well no, we don't do any of them well and british people are already coming for us basically saying you guys are getting this so wrong and we're I- like well I think I think they but they're doing it very politely. I will oh, yeah. say the, the yeah. difference between British people or Brits saying you actually got this a little bit wrong and they'll say and actually but but love the show. You're doing your best. And yeah, really yes. when Americans would say y'all were so fucking wrong about this. Yeah. This is not even you're so stupid. Bye. Never watching again. Peace. Peace. <laughs> That is an American response to something we get wrong, and a British like, I beg your pardon. You may have you may have noticed. <laughs> it's just so polite. It is so polite. Yeah, but British people, what you're missing there is that everyone, uh-huh. every British person needs an anger translator. Um, but you know, <laughs> like you, Obama's. More, yes, exactly. the The more polite someone is with you, the more you know you yeah. fucked up. Like I, oh, I can say. <laughs> I can say bad words, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Twat waffle. Fuck. You can say whatever you would like. For every polite British person you've encountered, there is like a Guy Ritchie character over their shoulder. (laughs) You fucking muppet. (laughs) Shut it, you slag. Right? So we've got that side to us as well. But yeah, quite often. Or like Butcher from the boys. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, he, he's Australian, uh, but he's in the sh- in the show. He's British. But yeah, he's it I, doesn't I want him matter. To- he could <laughs> he could get yeah, it. I think Michelle and Jake both like to be choked. He, I think that's he what can we're get getting. It. Yeah. Frenchie can get it. <laughs> I'd fuck most of the people on that show, including the women. Honestly, <laughs> that's even what- the old lady FBI agent. <laughs> She could use a strap on on me. Wow. Because, <laughs> y'all, she would. She has one. When you started um, watching it, when you saw there was a show called The Boys, though, what were you expecting? 
You know well, what? You I'm were a little disappointed. <laughs> you mean did I think it was some type of gay summer camp drama? Um, I I knew it was superhero, and I was actually turned off because yeah. I it seemed very broy to me, and I wasn't interested in that. And then I I watched one episode, and I was like, oh, this is not like that at all. This is actually mm. skewering that idea, and it's so smart. In I would I would. Anyone who has who has seen that show and goes, "Oh, I hate superhero shows." It's probably horribly misogynistic and blah blah blah. Uh, I would encourage you to watch two or three episodes, and you will completely your mind will be changed. Michelle is fuming. Show. Michelle's fuming right now because what I've done is I've turned her two favorite podcasters into people that I can talk to about drama on TV. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually Michelle's worst nightmare. What's happening right now? Along. Yeah. Um, so that's it's so I'm I'm so glad you guys have started a podcast because Same. and and oh, it's it's great to have a perspective coming from the exact perspective you come from. So what do you think that especially the differences a little bit of the UK version and the American version? I just I just must say watching this watching the UK version this season and then the current US 90 day OG season nine it just could not be more different and this show is to me like what it used to be started out as i would agree i mean i started i think the first the first couple that i remember watching on original 90 day fiance was um i think they were danny and amy the South Amy, African yeah. girl yeah. and the and the guy who was from like Pennsylvania. So yeah. I think back to those <laughs> days, and I think about the the innocence of all of that, and when they were kind of treating it more as a as a docu series than a reality show. Yeah. Not that one is better than the other, um, but I would say. 90 Day Fiance UK in its current format is really a return to that level of innocence. Uh, and maybe mm. a less nice way to say that is that none of Back these the people garden. know how to be on television. <laughs> they don't know how to be, no. As, yes, honestly, if... honestly, but that's the game. And mm-hmm. and and that is, that's what's so enthralling. Yep. And that's why Jabri and Miona were not enthralling because they both were manipulating the camera for, every, for everything they but, could. I mean, it's kind of why Richard stands out on this season and he can be off-putting, I think, more just because he is aware that he's on camera and he gets it. Yeah. And so that it seems like such a um, – uh, it's kind of like that thing on his forehead. It's just kind of like a giant mole sticking out of the rest of the cast. Because it's, it's, like, it's like the beginning of some type of horn. <laughs> that's, yeah. what I, that's what I wrote down. Could or, it be the- or an aggressive wart. I wasn't sure. Could it be the British Peewee? Hello! Hello! We're going to cover Richard later, and you bet your ass there's a British Peewee now. A, yes. Come up, start thinking about the name for the, for Richard's Peewee. Um, it's, it's probably Pip, isn't it? It's Pip! <laughs> Pip! Hello! Hello! Oh, let's take the karaoke, Richard! <laughs> Thank you, Robin. Thank you. All the the tradition of naming certain facial abnormalities 
started sadly with Anna's moles. And I, I, I got a lot of flack from it at the beginning and I'm not sorry. Cause she had them. She had some of the more egregious ones removed and she, she looks fantastic. She did. But I think <laughs> Richard uses Pip to think. So I don't think that's, gonna, <laughs> I don't think that's going to go away. Um, there's another I, I, one as well. There's um, uh, what's who's the uh, the lady with the daughter who's the stripper, and she might be in as well on Lalu, um, with I'm terrible. No, that's Ramwin. Ramwin. It's a piercing. Yeah. Well, Robin. Michelle called it her sundial, which I kind of love. She's got. <laughs> it uh, is. It's how yeah. she tells time. Yes. Yeah. Little it sundial is kind of like a gear up. shift on her face. It, yeah, it, it does. When, she, when the yeah. shadow goes across her eyes, she knows it's time to leave her husband. <laughs> But I think that thing could be sentient as well. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, I just keep having anxiety. And not the <laughs> just from waiting around for my long distance husband in Kentucky to file an annulment. <laughs> it is a little Adelaide. It uh, is a little very Adelaide. Adelaide to me. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's, if that's if Adelaide on. had extreme drug problem uh-huh. and. And had, sexual and, trauma. And, and sexual trauma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which she probably did in real she life. She probably did. Adelaide. Nathan, don't touch me. <laughs> Someone needs to remake Guys and Dolls, but make it real. Like, just like make that. I would see that drama. Like HBO Sarah- Max presents Guys and Dolls. And it's just Nathan Detroit, like, just like beating the shit out of some guy. <laughs> Sky Masterson tank. Sarah, I need to tell you. I'm gay. <laughs> I I killed your mom. Yeah, exactly. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No, the doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. 
Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. 
I'm going to say this. I'm going to jump into, let's jump into some couples. And I'm going to say this now. Katie and Alejandro are the reason I believe in love. And if I it know. doesn't work, I'm quitting this show. Most uh, authentic couple yes. in years. Yes, we absolutely Katie. love them. And um, when we were, when we were discussing what the corresponding American cities would be, uh, where these people are from, Maddie, you will love this. The Robin and I immediately looked at each other and we were like, Katie is from Oklahoma. Oh, <laughs> oh the, yes. In this country, it, it's really interesting because particularly when you go it, yes. in some regions, the further north you go, it's it, it's more and more like the American South. So yeah. some areas are a lot like the Midwest and we can kind of talk about that individually as we come to people, but people where Katie is from. So she's between two cities in kind of, is it East Yorkshire, Robin? I don't have I think it's the West. I think yeah. West. No, no one cares, but, um, no. <laughs> but it's a very like, Just so there's, there's pork growlers there. There's yeah, pork I, I growlers think there. She's from like, like she would be from Elk City, Oklahoma, which is okay. weird. No, we can't be that specific. City. <laughs> Weirdly, there's no elk in Elk City. I don't know why they call it that, but elk, definitely Elk City, two words, not far from the Mathis brothers. So you can always get good furniture. Maybe the like an Elk's Lodge. No, never thought about not, that before. No, that's not it. <laughs> never mind. I'm sorry. Get back to what you were saying. We don't have uh, those in Michelle. Oklahoma. No, okay. it's it. So it's a place where. Um, People are very community minded. People are very kind to each other. They do have generations um, living in the same, multiple generations living in the same household and in the same mm -hmm. neighborhood. And it's, and a lot of, like most of the north of the UK, it, it's kind of ex manufacturing. So there used to be yeah. these huge industries um, in different parts of, of the UK. Um, and again, that you can kind of go by city in that, but yeah, she's from a place where, where you would find someone who is like totally without guile. Right. I mean, yeah. and, and she really is. And it's she the is, <laughs> yeah. you know what, when she, when God she screamed, when you scream, I love Walmart. You're from Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so really bad, bad for her. <laughs> I love Walmart. This is we we, we uh, said this on our on our pub, but um, there's there's when you travel, there is for people who aren't Americans when when they go to America, 
we like the things that we saw on TV when we were kids. And yeah. it doesn't matter if they're shit or not. It really doesn't. Because <laughs> there is a strange, there's the glamour of association with a childhood memory. Do you know what I mean? So when mm-hmm. you see you these things, glamour I, and Walmart. I know. <laughs> I know. It doesn't make any sense at all. But for us, no like glamour, Walmart no and Denny's. No mystique. No, are, it's why Poodle still loves a pizza inn. I love a good pizza inn. Yeah. That, I'm, I, I do want to say, I do want to say that uh, I, I agree with you about there's, there is, there is a certain thing. My, my mother would agree with you about Walmart because that is where she can get her 12 pack of Diet Coke for the best price. And she shops all, she even goes to Dollar General because they change week to week. So most, of, but, but one Walmart is better than the other a lot of times. Yeah. It depends on the Walmart. Right, because your shitty yeah. little local Walmart's no good. <laughs> but yeah, those massive, big hypermarket Walmarts that sell everything. I, yeah, uh, I kind of like. You them. could just live in them. Kind of like them. Yeah, so I think there's plenty. I mean, I thought it was sweet that she was getting excited about stuff like that. Yeah. She is getting a lot of blowback on social media, which I think is slightly unfair. Because people, people are, like, are terrible. Leave her alone. Right? Leave Katie alone. Leave she Katie really... and Nanny Liz alone. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, people I think are people, like, check people... your privilege. Shut the fuck up. She's like, I am not privilege? kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I don't. She I don't, is pure. I don't think. I also too like. If I think if you think Katie is exhibit is is. If you want Katie to check her privilege, you're marching in the wrong parade. Get the stick out of your ass and actually check your own privilege. That's what I'm going to say to that. I think what we're, what you're what, what you're watching when you're watching Katie look at Mexico is it's through a very authentic, honest filter that is it's obvious that she has a certain level of privilege, but there's no way she's being shitty about it. Yeah, that's the difference. No, she doesn't have um, tact, and that is no that part of the world that she comes from. It is very much call a spade a spade, call it as I see it, say what's on my mind. Right. If you don't, and I know that can be aggressive sometimes, but when she said the house looks like a prison, she wasn't saying your house. <laughs> she <laughs> she was just saying there are bars on the window in my beautiful innocent head. The only place I've ever seen with bars on the window before are prisons. Therefore, your house looks that, like a prison. It's not tactful, but I that's never how I took that it. growing up. When I yeah. moved to Los Angeles and saw like houses with like wrought iron, even rich houses with wrought iron gates in front of them, I thought, why would someone put prison bars in front of their house? Because in the middle of Oklahoma, you, oh my God, she is from Oklahoma. You never see that though, ever. Yeah. It's just, nobody even has a fence in their front yard. It's just, a, so I, again, I think it's the intention of what she comes from this at. I think it, again, it's just like what we are loving about this show. It's this naivete of her not experiencing a new world. It's very clear she has traveled maybe 30 miles from her hometown and that's probably it. I think yeah. she's probably been to southern Spain, which is yeah. She says she's been to Spain. She mentioned that she's from yeah. yeah. And oh and yeah, she do. got the heat stroke. But yeah. that doesn't count because there are bits of southern no. Spain which are basically Britain in Spain. Uh, right, right. The only food you can get is is you know pork growlers and sausage rolls. 
um, and it's just Brits abroad. And again, this idea Sarah of us being, it's, I, I think like you guys often forget the other side of, of Britain that you do know about, but you sort of put it to one side of your head. Like, you know that we have football hooligans, right? You, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're hot. Oh, right. <laughs> Knock you, you know, around a little bit after a, right after a match, their so breath I, smelling a beer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going somewhere. <laughs> So, yeah, I reckon she's gone to those sort of places abroad, <laughs> full of them. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, and thinking so about she, last Arsenal match, boy. I love that when she met his parents. So she goes, she arrives, she meets his parents. And then they're all so excited to see her. Their parents are like, we've got to sell Guadalajara, which is a big town. It's like a million and a half people that live there. So it's not like it's a small town. So um, they embrace her. And then. At first, even I kind of was fooled because I was like, wait a minute, does Katie know Spanish? And then she just <laughs> says in the testament, she's like, you just smile and act like you know what you're saying, but I don't really know. And I went, that's what you do. That's the nice thing. That, whereas Americans on 90 Day Fiance, they look at people like they just shat on their face. Yeah. It's not, not polite. No. And I, and. I found it so refreshing that they all had a sense of humor about it because I feel like on 90 day original recipe, if she said, if she asked the question that she asked his mother, which in that, and please anyone pick me up on this, if I've got it wrong, my understanding is that the word that she used in that dialogue, in that dialect healthy when she's asked if something's healthy it means like healthy like safe to eat like is this okay for me to eat rather yeah, than am i gonna get the shit is, this is really food? what yeah. yeah yeah that's interesting i thought she was saying is this health food um but that's no, what i thought i thought she was saying health food because then later she said well we'll just pretend that it is no, she knows. thought she was saying that, but the actual translation came. It's more like that use of the word "health." Michelle Spanish is brilliant, but it, it's it's more um, health and safety rather than yeah. healthy. It's like, is this gonna? Am I gonna end up in a Mexican hospital if I eat this? Which is again, <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable it's like asking lack of if it's tap. Okay to drink the tap water. <laughs> That's oh. horrible, Katie. That, I will say those chilaquiles looked delicious that the mom made. Oh, and so uh, I, I was, was anybody else taken aback? Maybe this is fine and normal. He lives with his parents and he has like a dorm style single bed. Um, <laughs> I was thinking they slept in that single bed all night. <laughs> like you're in college. <laughs> and maybe that's, maybe that's more common than I think. Uh, I'm not sure. We've all I done it. I <laughs> we have. It, oh, I've done it. Don't get me wrong. We've all done it. it I, theirs is a bit like a little college romance, though. It's that whole it's yeah, a single it bed, but no bed is too big or too small for our love. You know, it's fine. Anyway, <laughs> it's not like they were side by side all night. You know what I mean? That's true. <laughs> my um, first gay adult sexual, my first sexual experience was in a twin size bed in my RA's room. What? In your, in your, was he your RA? No, he was another RA in another hall, but he was an RA and we fucked in his twin bed. Oh my okay. Goodness. 
I have more questions, but we need to move on. (laughs) Sadly, we were alone because I like to be watched. But, you know, I was young and innocent. Okay. Uh, So I want to just go into the fact that the parents do basically say in our religion, uh, I was just a little confused. It's important they have God's blessing. Um, So they were talking about that she needs to convert to Catholicism. I was a little confused. I think marriage. I think she meant marriage. Oh, I see. So can't fuck before marriage. My theory. Now, it is uh, it is highly unusual for a Catholic family to allow an unmarried Mm -hmm. couple to share the same bed. Totally. That's interesting. I have a theory that he was married before. Um, and the reason they can't get married in a Catholic church is because he's been married in a Catholic church and divorced. Because if you're Catholic oh. and you get married in a non-Catholic ceremony and you get divorced, then you can, at least according to whoever married Boris Johnson and his wife. <laughs> that's how it is. Because he actually yeah. got married at a Catholic ceremony. Um, but yeah, I I think that what they're talking about is sort of... Um, incorporating some kind of religious element, which he wouldn't be able to do because yeah. he's been married before. That's that's, and they made reference also about him being impulsive or rushing into something. And so yeah. I just get the vibe that he's been married before. Nigel, they're talking about our man Boris. Yes. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's a, it's a crime. What happened? All right, Chauncey, Chauncey, go get my Boris handkerchief. Okay. Nigel's wife is not happy right now. (laughs) But no, that is, I am, I was Catholic, and I didn't even get that, Michelle. So thank. uh, Clearly, y'all, Blighty Day fiance does a little bit more research than we do. We're just talking Uh, about like dicks and fart jokes. Yeah, we're Uh, just yeah. We just make uh, shit up, I, to be honest. <laughs> we make you know, up Robin, random with, theories. With simples, you can say whatever you want to me. You can <laughs> say whatever you, you want. Um, right? I just, what, one other thing is, I think it is interesting how, I think you have something there, because he's, is he 30? Is he? I think he is, yeah. I think he's yeah. 30 years old. And it would seem weird that, He's never had a woman over um, and still living there. So a, a marriage would, an earlier marriage where that, that kind of failed quickly or something like that yeah. would, yeah, would track. That's interesting. And that may be a secret that comes out. Um, there will be some, right? There's going to be some Oh, there has twists. to be. There has to be some secrets. I think Christine like... is full of secrets. <laughs> yeah, I think Christine's full of secrets. Um, I mean, what well, we had shock a shock definitely had... full of secrets. Ugh. We had a shock this episode and then shocker, it's not a potato. <laughs> yeah, that was that wild. Thing looked like a that thing looked like a damn it potato. It really did look like a potato. It did look like a potato in Katie's defense. And when she is going on and on trans and talking about how she wants cheese on it. Yeah. And he is looking at her like this bitch is so fucking crazy. My I, th- howled, I screamed howled when he cut it open and it was a grapefruit. My theory on this one, right, is that the dad is a sleight of hand magician. And I think it was a potato. And I think he swaps it out 
for a grapefruit just to prank the the English. Just doll. to fuck with her. Yeah, He's like Bilal. He likes just good Bilal. Prank. Like Bilal. <laughs> We're yeah. we're still we're still very upset that 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 when he when he gave her that present that it wasn't like a beehive in a box. Should have been. I'm still I'm still very upset. Or like it's like some kind of like sarin poison gas, and everyone gets sick at the wedding, and and everyone and the family below goes, "Ha! Fooled you again." <laughs> you know, I I do now that we're talking about it. Again, I don't think she's exhibiting privilege, but I do now that you explained the healthy comment. I did cringe a little bit when they were in the market and Katie says, right now I feel like Princess Jasmine walking through a market with my Aladdin. I was like, girl. Yeah, it's girl. she's just never that that's the only thing she can compare it to is an animated film. So now that's you that's removed from like, her experience oh Lord, it is. Yeah. I could see why people are coming at her, but still it's attention. But um yeah, bless but her. Like, heart. I mean, bear I just, in mind yeah. people in the north still say still use the term colored to describe yeah. a person. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So there's, she won't have been around a, a very diverse group of people. So no. I guarantee you, and and not out of, you know, the, oh, that's She not pointed her to her, choice. the mom's hand and said, I love your tan. I love your tan. Oh, that's, <laughs> God bless her. Did she really? Yeah. She pointed yeah. to the mother's hand I and said, what? love your tan. Yeah. Okay, now I understand what people are saying. I retract my statement a little bit. I didn't know she said that. Jesus, Katie. Th- no, Michelle, she's that oblivious, though. Michelle wow. said this the other day. Like, for every hundred miles you go north, you go back ten years, in some way. <laughs> and I don't want Which people I think in the north to come. For Americans to understand. I don't think Americans get that. I think we think I Americans think of England as London, and that's it. I think, yeah. and so that that we actually this whole. Rural versus urban is a thing, not just in the U.S. It's in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, we basically got a whole country of <laughs> of little like villages and hamlets, you know. And there are now, big cities too. But as soon as you leave London, you remember, like, yeah. oh yeah, there's a whole rest of the country. Now, if I drove up, let's say I went to England, and then I drove up to where she's from, would I be able to like? Walk around with my walk around with some British bear and just have gay sex in the streets, or would people judge me for it? Because <laughs> you've talked about race, but like from a gay stance, like I gay just sex in I the streets. I, where can I get hate crime? I don't want to go there. I think you'll be all right now. You've 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 referenced um, Little Britain before, so you guys have both seen it. Yeah, but you know, David, the only gay in the village. David, the only big gay in the village. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that was what 10, 15 years ago. I think now there's a lot of gays in most villages. I mean, there always were. Yeah. Right. It's just a never send thing. Yes. I think you'd be all right now. I think you'd be fine. Yeah. I don't think, honestly, I don't think people are mean. That's the thing. It's just they haven't right. quite learned some of the tactful. You probably shouldn't say that. You shouldn't say that. But yeah, people are nice. I've been to that no, part I of the world the, where she's from. The, and the they're places lovely. where. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, Robin. The, the places where you have to worry about being gay are like where Dave from Below Deck, the chef on Below Deck, like where, where he where Dave's from, um, rougher pockets of yeah. kind of uh, economically deprived areas like Liverpool, like, places like that or more the yeah, satellite although, towns, the towns between yeah, the cities kind yeah. of further out. Yeah. 
But villages, but not no, not Birmingham, there. not Birmingham. <laughs> don't worry. After Low Deck, I don't want to fuck Dave. No, no, Dave no. needs to. Dave needs to get help. Dave um, needs to get help. Yeah. Can we can we switch to Birmingham and yes, and go to uh, Victoria and Sean? Uh, and I, oh, I will say, in the kitchen. I finally won't be cooking on the floor. <laughs> I finally won't be eating ramen off the floor. Uh, we did you guys? I think the weirdest thing you can see in their little title cards, the people are really fucking with us because all of theirs <laughs> look like he's about to murder her at any point. <laughs> They're all the all of their titles are like very staged too and confusing yeah. like there's yeah. one where there's one where i know like i feel like the producer's just been like okay kung fu fighting we'll worry about offending <laughs> people later like there's just you know like even when they were I, shooting and sean i bet the producer's like sean just stand there and smile and every time he does something different and finally the producer rachel is just like Fuck it. It's in the can. Let's go. We've got to move locations. Oh, uh, again, this is I don't think we've ever even I'm trying. I was trying to come up with a corollary for 90 day with this couple, and I can't come up with one. I've Thank never you. seen someone so strange no. with with a, mm. and a, and a woman, also a woman who's trying to appear a certain way on camera and kind of failing. I'll um, give you one. I'll give you one. It's sure. Yolanda and Williams. Oh, oh. And, but, but we actually met Williams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know we actually met Williams. It, it's literally that she is Yolanda. Cause Yolanda she does did the, have that vibe. She Yolanda did the same laugh at the end of every sentence thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. That's what, and she is equally as completely, you know, um, deluded, I think. I yeah. don't know. I think yeah. there's something, I think there's something else going on there. I think when somebody, uh, besides the fact that, and I'm borrowing this from Twitter, I, I can't remember who said this, but someone said Victoria <laughs> cut her bangs with a weed whacker in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're, they're, they're pretty awful. Yeah, they're not. They're great. not good. I if I were Sean, and or anyone who didn't really understand English, um, if I was going by her body language, I right. would be permanently confused and not knowing what she wanted. That's really true. Uh, because she is, she's a highly anxious person. She needs to be in control. Um, she has a very fixed idea in her head of what this relationship is. And every time he chips away at that by reacting in a way that surprises her, she gets more and more rattled and upset. And then he tries twice as hard to kind of comfort her and, and get on top of that and tell her what she wants to hear. So that's the, I think they both have a, play a part in that confusing dynamic yeah um she's so domineering she's so domineering she tells him what to think he goes oh yeah okay that's fine and then she goes but you don't really think that (laughs) right she does say things like that 
And it's like, well, you told me what to think. I didn't really get a say in it. So you can't then go, but you don't really believe it. And it's every conversation with her is a trap. Awful. She, she, she didn't make that bangers and mash. Did. There's no way she made that. It looked too pretty. I don't look like a microwave dinner. I, I don't think it Victoria could make something. Yeah. It probably it was. Looks, I mean, yeah. dinner, so. it, they do you do you think do you think when and then she made that joke about he's like in Japan everything is small. She's like, I know. And it was kind of like it was so weird because she has those moments that seem out of character for her, but then if you add up everything, they're not. She's nope. very cutting. And uh and she's and she even said, like, remember, because like you're older than everybody. On her in her last in her last meeting with him, there's some really dark yeah. things in her. Yeah, yeah. She's she's very, um, and I think part of this. Now, here's me playing armchair therapist, which I really shouldn't do, but I think that because she's a caregiver and she's somebody who has to kind of be on call to help with her dad, we mm-hmm. don't know what kind of illness he has. But she's a, a a caregiver who constantly kind of has that situation in the back of her head. She's expected to play this role in her family. And she's living out this kind of fantasy in her head of what her life could be like. Right? And Yeah. And she's like the only reason she walks a lot is not because she wants to know her town more, it's so that she can play Pokemon. And it's so that yeah. she can, and and I just think, I think either she is somebody who is constantly having to like push her feelings down and put herself last. And so that when she meets someone who takes an interest in her, she's like, I don't really care what you're like, like you're here for me and just for me. And I can be, I can project what I need onto you. Have I gone yeah. too far now? <laughs> I no, I think like you're phone. right. She just doesn't. She doesn't realize though that Sean is going to kill her. Like so, I think she <laughs> yeah. just would know that. Like she doesn't get that part. She and might create want a bubble out of her, her skull. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he he likes he likes the bangers and mash though. He was very gracious. Yeah, yeah, he was. Because um, onion gravy you, is a that's a. I think you're dead on though, Michelle. Swallow. I think you're dead on. Do you think? Do you think? Um, that he's being sincere about because he keeps saying there are more Japanese. There's a Japanese community in London. Do you think he's being sincere about wanting to go to Wolverhampton, or is he going to change his mind the next episode? I don't think he knows think... where Wolverhampton is. I don't think he. I agree. Right. I yeah. don't think he knows that he's not currently in Wolverhampton. I think <laughs> when, <laughs> when he said I'll move to Wolverhampton, he meant Birmingham. But again, the way she right. asked questions are so kind of weighted. She tricked him into saying it. And I think he agreed to something that he didn't mean to agree to. Right. Probably. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there are Japanese people in Birmingham, but Wolverhampton, I don't know. Yeah. But also, he doesn't really strike me as a sort of community-minded guy anyway. No. No. I, I, I get it with some people that, that you kind of, you know, there's a big, vibrant community. I don't know how much of a big, vibrant Japanese community there even is in London. I mean, there definitely are parts, but it's not like some of the sort of big African communities and, and, and people that we've seen on the show that want to be part of that. Like I, Kobe, I, who wants to move to yeah. Ohio from Col- yeah. Kansas. Yeah. And that I totally get. 
I completely get I don't it even for know. all kinds of reasons, but I don't think he's think really sincere in that. The hardest thing to figure out is what Sean actually wants. Somewhere That's to live. I think, yes, that yeah, I t- totally agree. It is <laughs> just he has no money. No, he has no money, and he needs a place to live. He's it a is your, your garden variety con. He yeah. wants a free ride. Yeah, come on and take, and a, take free a free ride. ride. <laughs> that know. show choir too. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, why would that be a show? Why would that be a show <laughs> choir song? Oh, it seems that, like that was our closer. They love that because we do the free ride and the music turned down. It was like, do, do, do. Then we were crouched down and we were snapping and then the soprano started in and then the altos and then the bassist just came in just going free ride, free <laughs> ride. It was very moving. Moving. Yeah, I, I, I can only imagine. He killed Lone Grove days. Don't you judge. I can only imagine witnessing this firsthand and me being a music snob and going, this is awful. Does everyone else hate this? Um, anyway, y'all, we're going to wrap up this half of the podcast, but we will see you on oh, there. Wait, we do see you on there. So just where can we find, where can we find all of you? Oh, I don't we should do that. that. We should say, so where can we find you? Thank you. So we are at Blighty Day, B-L-I-G-H-T-Y-D-A-Y on Instagram and Twitter and Blighty Day Fiance at gmail.com. Perfect. If you oh, go wow, to the you Insta. an email address. Someone's going to get dick pics. <laughs> uh, if you go to the Insta at Blighty Day, um, our link tree there has got links to where you can listen to the podcast on your platform of choice. Lovely. God, it sounds uh, so much nicer when Robin says it, where we're like, follow us. Follow us. Oh, blah, blah, blah. On picklefinder.net. And do you, do, is it just 90 Day UK or are you covering anything else? Well, we don't know I'm yet. actually, we don't know yet. We're thinking about um, covering Sister Wives because that's airing <sighs> uh, simultaneously on on the app and I Robin has never seen it but I'm very excited. Oh, Christine is leaving Robin. It yep. is fantastic. <laughs> if for no other reason than I have like another Robin to rage on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I hate Robin Brown, Ooh, y'all. <laughs> Robin, Robin is the saddest person in the world and she I'm cries. Just sitting here. I'm just sitting here watching all my machinations come to fruition. Just sitting here. <laughs> that's good. That's really good, that's y'all. Really good. <laughs> if you know Robin, that's how she sounds. God, I hate her. There are very few people on television I hate more than Robin Brown. It's that's very true. Same. Wow. I got into Same. Sister Wives and it was like my calming down at night that I would watch two or three yep. episodes before I would go to bed. Doesn't make sense. That's like and someone saying I relax at night watching Squid Game. Oh, <laughs> no, but no, it's so good. <laughs> that's brutal. You know, you know, this past season was kind of like Squid Game. <laughs> there was people were taking shots everywhere. Wow. And yeah, it's and then to watch to and then to because when I watch Mary, I think I just want you to be with a female golfer so bad. All right, I we've know got to be a good lesbian. We've got to All move right. on. We, we got to move on. We will see you on the on there on their podcast for the second half of episode three of of, of Bloody Day Fiance. So we'll see you on that side. See you there.
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 